0: Crossover, Donny Cates, Donny Cates, Donny Cates. No one's really talking about this book anymore. We're gonna have to fix that. What do you think?
1: There's, I'm kind of stressed out about this. Actually, I've been I've been worried about how to how to describe this comic and Donny Cates, Jeff Shaw, Donny Cates, Jeff Shaw, D. Kunif Kunif Kunif. I don't know how to pronounce their last name, but
0: we apologize.
1: It's a great creative team.
0: John J. Hill. Crossover. This book is very. Very important that everyone reads. If you like comic books, if you have had, if you've been a fan of comic books for longer than a couple of years, right? If you indulge in more than just like the trifecta at DC, if you pick up more than, you know, if you get independent comic books, if you have a pretty large fandom, there is going to be something in this run that speaks to you, that's going to make you laugh, that's going to get you excited. We have to tread so lightly with crossover because the reason why it's magnific- magnificent. Is because of the reveals that are all throughout it, and how Donnie Cates was able to accomplish doing something that is literally impossible, and that also is why I believe people have gone light on this book.
1: It's almost like a victim of its own marketing, in a way. It really was. Let's let's actually take it back a little bit. Because Rewind about a year ago. Okay, about a year
0: ago, there was enough. Potential Easter eggs that were coming out of Marvel and DC for different reasons. Let's talk about a couple of sure. them. Sure. Doomsday. Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. Correct. What happened?
1: There was a panel in there that made a brief reference, very. Was it 2030? To, yeah, like about, about Dr. Manhattan seeing in the future where Superman fights a green rage monster who is stronger than Doomsday. Right. A Thor of yeah. a different world. Just vague references to Marvel characters.
0: And then around the same time, Donny Cates writes in Thor issue two about Black Winter destroying universes. Correct. Specifically a universe where there were leagues of heroes, specifically a speedster and a. An know, emerald
1: knight for, and, for the Green Lantern.
0: There we mm. go. You know, we got shout outs. We even see kind of a, a Superman-esque blur, person. You know, blur. It's
1: clearly the Justice League.
0: So this is what happened. That all took place, and beyond comic speculation, because it happened in comic spec for sure, the mainstream picked it up. I mean, we just talked about Eris Quinones. I mean, Variant Comics has a video up talking about this speculation that hit like 350,000 individuals. That's the view count. Yeah, It went viral that was Marvel and DC doing something together? Was Donnie Cates involved? Was Jim Lee involved? What could be going on? And people started to really believe it. I wanted it to be true. Until I went to C2E2 two years ago. And what would happen is at C2E2, I would interview Donnie Cates. I would talk about this particular book. And he would, I I didn't ask him specifically if like Marvel was crossing over with, with DC. I was just like, what's up with these panels? And he straight up laughed and said, I wanted a reason to kill the DC universe. I thought it would be funny. And he says what he always says. I can't believe what I am able to do right now. Like I'm a kid in a candy store attitude. I can't believe they're saying yes to these ideas because it's so damn good. But they're letting him get really close to the line, right? He wanted to kill the DC universe. So he did it. It's kind of like a funny thing he wanted to do. It had nothing to do with a buildup up." A Marvel and DC. That's when my, my hopes were kind of crushed about this crossover event, but I still respected the play. I think it was a brilliant thing to put in Thor.
1: It was fun. It made sense. It kind of gave you know a sense of stakes to the Black Winter and you know showed you how serious it was. But yeah, it ultimately didn't really mean anything else. It didn't.
0: But then crossover would get solicited. A, a book that Donnie Cates was writing. Right. Now, his tweets about it, Hyping it up. I can't believe what they were going to let me get away with. All of this buildup. People confused the two.
1: Yeah. There's a little bit of anticipation to say the least.
0: They were thinking we were going to see Superman in this comic book or Batman or anyone from DC. Emerald. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to see some crazy crossover event and it's happening at image, which is even weirder. Here's the thing. It had nothing to do with one another and that's not Donny Kate's fault. And every tweet that he had posted hyping this book. If that never happened at DC and he never wrote what he did in Thor, it would all be the same commentary. It is still mind-boggling that he's getting away with what he's doing in Crossover. He has every right and reason and really anyone would do it for what he's getting away with in this comic book that he's doing to speak about this the way he did. But the expectations were off. That's not what it was. It wasn't a Marvel's DC crossover to a degree because Marvel and DC do crossover in this comic. There are characters in this book, but they are not in the book where he can get sued.
1: Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're very clearly uh, aware of the, uh, the legal limit of, of how much similarity they're allowed to do. Like there's characters with claws coming out of their hands. Like that, that looks clearly to me like black Adam right up there at the top.
0: But no, it's a, not exactly him. And it gets even like more on the nose than that. Now, is this a full on crossover to other publishing companies? No. Are other publishing companies' IPs insinuated to be in the pages of this book? Absolutely. Is it an image comics crossover event? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. An image is filled with independent titles that you wouldn't even think would cross over.
1: Geiger could show up in this book. Very well could. At any minute. Like, Jeff Johns can show up in this book. Yeah, I think Any, I think a lot of people dropped this book almost immediately once they realized it was not a Marvel-DC crossover. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a mistake. I think you owe it to yourself to give this book, the first arc, a try. Because, especially in issue six, there is a lot of... The, the full promise of this book is kind of on full two-page spread display. And I think if you don't like that, then I think you're allowed to check out because that's really, for me, that was the payoff of the whole the whole story arc.
0: See, I disagree. I, I got to issue six and I was hyped about it, but I don't think if you've read to current issue 10, yeah. you don't know what you have in your hands yet.
1: That's true. I would th- Think about it like like the MCU, right? Like you get Avengers, the first Avengers movie, and you see it all happen and you see... The magic of them all teaming up. And that's like, oh my God, I love this. But then you get to like Civil War and Infinity War and Endgame. And you see the full like reveal of the everything. The scope of what's of being done. I would to that. There's like an initial like, whoa, moment. But then you see the scope. Yeah. And you see what they're actually allowed to play with as the story kind of carries on and gets a little more meta. Mm-hmm. There's There's no other comic like this right now.
0: This comic book clearly isn't something with an intention to be made to try to be optioned, which... To each their own. I'm totally fine with creators trying to make that happen. That's how they win long term. And that's how we get these fandoms to emerge in, in a large sense. A lot of comic books are made to try and create an idea that could carry on somewhere else. I don't get that vibe from this. I don't see this happening ever. I don't
1: want this to be a movie. I
0: don't. This show. is. But that's the beauty of it. You only want this type of narrative. In comic books. It could only be done in this comic This is a books.
1: celebration of comic books. And I think you have to... Like, this is not a good first comic for someone to read. You have to be familiar with a lot of different properties and it's characters. It's not for
0: those types of readers. Correct. It's for comic readers, as we mentioned. And I'll go as far to say... It's for the industry. It's for other artists and writers to enjoy. Because this right. is a world where comic book narratives... The genre itself collides with our timeline and emerge in our reality. That's the crossover
1: of the story, like comic book.
0: All. Yes. Everything that's ever been drawn, which is kind of a trope to a degree. You know, we've heard narratives like you draw it. It comes to life. But the idea that all comic history, Superman, Batman, all the good guys, Dracula, Dracula, and all the bad guys. Yeah. Exists now in a world that is our own where Issue two starts off with the death of Brian K. Vaughn.
1: This is trash. (laughs) Wrong one.
0: Wrong one. There it is. Brian K. Vaughn is
1: is not trash. I love Brian K. Vaughn. Brian (laughs) K. Vaughn, (laughs) we love you. Even if they spell your name wrong.
0: I need to get my new soundboard. Sorry about that. But, (laughs) um, But yeah, Brian K. Vaughn. Scott Snyder is missing. These creators are all in this comic book. You must have gotten permission to do this. I mean, it's 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 fascinating because it's so it's more than just meta. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like super it's, meta. It's <laughs> whatever the you want to know what is. it is, Ryan. It's genius. No, they say
1: it's trash. No, it's not no, trash. No, it's definitely not, it's trash.
0: definitely not trash. No, no, and. We have a, a comic book that's worth mentioning. So let's let's give them a little taste of even, what the book we've is. Barely described we have do we even need to get into it more? Yeah. The, okay, let's get into it more. So so superheroes exist alongside a, in our reality. They're confined to one area. Comic books have become essentially like canceled because no one likes superheroes except for the diehard comic fans. Right. Fans. And it's 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 similar narratives to the comic history that we have you know, kinda of like experience. how back in the
1: day they would burn comics. And yeah. like there was a lot of social unrest and rage against comic books. Oh. This art too. Jeff Shaw, man, this is like the same team that did God Country, which you need to read, especially if you want to read Crossover, reading God Country first would help. Yep. It may or may not, you know, show up in this book, which is which is kind of the fun of reading Crossover.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, this page. Yeah, but but it's kinda you know what I kinda want to do is that if we end up Talking about this again, we'll go in like full spoiler and do a different type of show because there's a lot, we can do a whole show on Chip Zdarsky's issue. That's, oh my God. Okay. Why, would you go as far to say that of all of 2021, yes. Chip Zdarsky's issue of crossover was one of the best comic book issues to come out in the entire year?
1: It would definitely, if I were to make a top 10 issues of 2021, like crossover number seven would be on that list. Yeah. I can't
0: tell you how many times I've talked about that comic book, dude.
1: It's I, th- I think if, if you if
0: don't know what I'm talking about, comic fam, that's why we're talking about crossover today.
1: What does that you, sentence mean?
0: If, if you don't know what I'm talking about with with Chip Zdarsky writing issue seven.
1: Yeah. A guest writer takes over. And
0: yeah. Artists. If you don't know what I'm talking about there, that's why we have to talk about crossover. You need to read crossover because if you don't know at least what happened in crossover with Chip Zdarsky. It doesn't matter if you're not a big fan of Donny Cates. It's not a big fan of any of this like narrative stuff. Doesn't intrigue you enough? Oh, Brian Michael Bendis is in the book. Yeah, he's in the book.
1: In the book, he takes over as a guest writer too. Actually, he writes part of it. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard. It's a hard balance between like letting you discover some of the surprises for yourself and telling you how awesome this is. This also reminds me of Nice House on the Lake. Actually, yeah, a little page. bit.
0: We have, man, There's that's the thing with this book is that the best part of it is what happens. It's the reveals. It's yeah. discovering it for yourself, experiencing it page by page. There is so much crossover that happens that there's going to be characters you're not familiar with, and then there's going to be characters that you are familiar with. I don't think I want to show them anything else. But what I will leave you with is this. For all the people who were frustrated about there not being more of a crossover that happens— I'm gonna give one reveal, an effort to like get you to just get through the ten issues because it's gonna be worth it, and it's important. Like this is a special book; it could only be done, honestly, by Donnie Cates right now. Can I can't even done. think of other right. I can't think of like like top tier writers that can do what Donnie Cates is doing in this book. I, I actually know Scott don't,
1: Snyder, but I don't know if he has like the right. It's not right. It yeah, like it's the not attitude. right. That's something Donnie Cates the, would only can I do. say the ego the bad boy of comics the
0: bad boy yeah. you have to have that
1: that especially considering what happens quality. in number 10 yeah especially
0: like, with what happens in number 10 so
1: what are you spoiling you said you were going to spoil i'm spoil
0: spoiling okay so yeah yeah we don't get batman and superman i don't even want them in the book
1: they kind of are. I mean, you they see a are. lot of characters with capes, and like, there's definitely somebody with the arm. Yes, but you know, spikes. they.
0: But people want to see like, I'm Bruce Wayne, and it says the Batman, and it says trademark. Like, yeah. that's what people wanted when they went into this. But by the time you get through issue ten, you're not going to feel like that. You're going so you to be happy with what you get, and happy of how little he, I mean, how much he did, and was able to get away with, but didn't go fully over.
1: Yeah, the we line. We don't want that. What is? Where is the line? Exactly? Where is the line? So are you going to show that spawn page?
0: Uh, We should just get into it. Okay, we'll we'll spoil it.
1: We we got a lot of good images off of here. Look at this. God
0: hates masks. This whole
1: first arc is called
0: Kids Love Chains. That's what Todd McFarlane said about 90s books. He's like, oh, kids love chains. You got to share. Oh, I got to share it. Here we go. go. Oh, yeah. Here We'll we'll, we'll bring that back up here. So we got God. God hates masks because...
1: It's definitely like a lot of, lot of religious groups hate comic books, and there's, there's a lot of protesting outside of comic little shops. A little
0: bit of a trope, yeah, but that's what it's about. Sure. It's, it's a tribute to comic books and yes. the history of comic books.
1: As you can see by this next image.
0: Yes. We have uh, the, the comic store owner wearing a shirt saying, Wortham was right. Oh.
1: And the fact that this is the last comic shop in existence, and this comic shop owner is the last comic shop owner in existence, he's like the biggest stereotype of a of a comic shop
0: like bitter 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 imagine it it just is what it is man it's a it's a hard business and over time you get kind of discouraged with a lot of different things and this is someone who's in the last comic shop yeah it's like why the last man of comic book stores
1: (laughs) which would be an awesome comic to read anyway i know there we go um but yeah uh, i want a comic about this guy's daily life at at a comic shop ah but this panel like they find this girl who is like a refugee from the the bubble where all the comic book characters live. And she has somehow escaped the bubble and is trying to like find her parents. But this is a comic book character in our real world who is in extreme danger because nobody wants her around. Right. They, they're they very prejudiced against all superheroes for good reason because they're kind of bonkers insane.
0: Yeah, I'm deciding if I want, how much I want to reveal at this point. I want to kind of back it up. So what we're going to show you is... Okay, so this right here is...
1: This is about as dedicated of a reveal as you get to, like... That's clearly Mm -hmm. Batman right there in the the left. And that's part of the fun of this comic is, like, looking real close and and catching Easter eggs like that. Sure. But that's as close as you get to, like, this is Batman. Right. He's there. That's him. But you don't don't need the full page reveal. And I didn't even know this was an homage.
0: It's an homage in Spawn Issue 10. You know, you have uh, uh, Dave Sims and Cerebus the Aardvark. And this was a... Commentary on the kind of trap nature that creators get in, as it pertains to their characters that they create, and then them t- being taken over by
1: like corporate corporate characters,
0: corporate characters like the corporations and, they and have the, the ownership. Rights. They they're having their 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 rights stripped, right? And they even have in Spawn issue number ten. I right? so it was number ten, yeah. I think it was ten, yeah. Yeah, number ten. Um, th- this page here, which is clearly an homage. Donnie Cates is on a creative spree right here. Like, he's able to do what he wants and how he wants it and also bring in real-life individuals who are writing comics right now and drawing comics into the pages of this book
1: as characters. If you are a fan of comic books, which you probably are if you are watching this show, like, you need to at least try a Crossover. It's, it's like nothing else being published or maybe even that has been published.
0: Yeah, it, it's incredibly unique. So... You know, as far as if you were, if you if you gave up on it because of the the, the aspects that we chat about already in this video, I will say that the, what crossovers do happen are just as good as I would have hoped them to be if there was these larger, more grandiose crossover events. And we've already had events. comics
1: in, in decades past with like, Superman versus Captain America. Ooh, wonder who wins? Like, yeah. it, it was always kind of silly and just right. like a big fight. You know, and there's, there's, there's more meat on the, on the bone with Crossover to, like, explore. And especially when you really think about it, like, there's way more characters and titles produced through Image of a wide variety of stories and, like, genres, and all of that is at play here. So there is a lot of potential for characters that you know and comics that you know to pop up here, and they do. Hit girl, battles,
0: walking dead zombies that are drawn in black and white and slices them up. Need I say more enough said. That's what it's about.